to this month's podcast. It's a podcast for July. And I've got a lot to cram in this month, so I've written some uh, notes. It's sort of like a little auto-cue, so how professional am I this month after the uh, organised chaos of the last podcast, which was a bit rushed. Sorry about that, folks. But it was rather hectic towards the end of last month. Right, well, we start with number one on the list, which is Solo Photo Book Month Debrief. Um, usually I write something on the blog about how my book has gone, my book project has gone, uh, but I thought I'd do it on the podcast this year. It was a strong little photo book, it was enjoyable to do, um... It was a strong idea from the start. I always did like the idea, and I always liked the idea of using the iPhone as well. Um, And using the iPhone made it slightly easier. The only thing that I actually did to the images after I imported them onto the computer was uh, just put them through Photoshop and sharpen them up a bit. But other than that, they were shot exactly, you know, you you see them exactly the way that they were shot. Um, I'm working on an extended book at the moment... That will probably be out about the middle of September, late September, I would have thought. There's going to be far more photographs in that than there was in the book that's available from the website at the moment. Uh, It's going to be shot right up until the shooting of Christian Stops, which should be around about the first week of September. Certainly by the middle of September it should be over anyway. Uh, so I'll put the rest of the photos into the book. Currently, at the moment, I don't know exactly how many photos there are in the book, to be honest. It's certainly doubled in size, so if you work on the assumption it's got about 80, I reckon there could be about 95 to 100 pictures in this book, and the book will be round about 15 megabytes in size, so it's... Well, it's quite a bit bigger than the than the original one uh, that I handed in to complete the solo photo book month competition. But it was great. I really enjoyed it, and the book turned out terrific. There's some cracking images in there. I'm rather proud of it. In some respects, it's actually stronger than the first project that I did uh, for the solo photo book month online uh, project um, last year, which was around the, the the walls of of York and I thought that was pretty good but I think there's some there's a good mixture of pictures and things when I started the book I wanted it to have a, a good mixture of documentary landscape and portraiture in for uh, in for this making movies book and I managed to to do that. I suppose, really, with the the last few shots that I'm going to be doing for the book, I'm going to concentrate more on the crew and capture him, capture them, I should say, uh, doing you know what a camera crew is supposed to do, uh, and a film crew and their makeup people and all sorts. So I'll try and capture some of those because I think towards the end, the current book that I've got towards the end it's sort of concentrating more on Whitby as a place and it's sort of gone away from one of the things that I wanted to do which was capture the shooting of the film so there's one or two different things that I can mess around with there but 
anyway, that extended book will be out there, will be released middle of September, late September, something like that. And I'm also going to design a version of the book which will be available to buy as well, on-demand printing from lulu.com, who offer quite a good range of services for on-demand printing. So if you want to do a photo book and you want to sell it, then I would check out lulu.com. They have all sorts of wonderful services for photographers who want to produce calendars or photo books or maybe you want to sell some of your work on uh, DVD or CD or something like that, but check them out. Second thing on the list, number two, is Christian movie updates. Well, it's been a bit of a rough uh, month for Christian. Uh, I had to make a rather tough decision, as many of you will know if you've read the photography blog entry. I decided to quit as a director of photography on the film because... It didn't need a director of photography on the film. The, the film uh, equipment and generally the crew weren't big enough to sustain the job. So I decided to quit. It had been coming for a number of weeks. I wasn't particularly happy with the fact that I just wasn't being consulted uh, about any of the framing or shooting of the film and just the idea of having my name attached to the the visual style of a film when I didn't have any input didn't seem right so I decided to quit I'm still working as the stills photographer so I'm going to be going through to photograph the last uh, bit of filming in Whitby it'll be very soon I think there's a shoot coming up in the next couple of weeks and then we'll have a break for a little bit and then it'll be beginning of September that the the next section of Christian will be finished and then that will be it the film will be in the can and it'll just be a matter of the editors and the uh, post-production people doing their job and then hopefully it should be out for round about November but the photography's been coming on great I'm going to be doing some more tomorrow uh, I've developed this sort of like faded style for the character images uh, the portraits of the characters you may have seen some of them uh, there's one of uh, Christian played by Carl Isherwood the actor um, and he's lying down in the uh, cemetery with Whitby Abbey behind the photos are in the film promo portfolio gallery so have a look at those and I'm going to be doing some more in that style because I rather like the look sort of like a faded faded picture and the great thing is, is a lot of the characters are wearing dark colours so those dark colours sort of like bloom and become I don't know um, rather intense I suppose is the best word um, right website updates is number three on the list uh, and the website has had quite a lot of updates this uh, this month the first one was the menu the top menu the main menu navigation of the website which is pretty essential for any website really it wasn't bad it needed improving and it has been improved there's been a few bits and pieces added I've added a section for the videos which I intend to do more of in future 
certainly towards the end of this year I want to try and experiment more with that and definitely next year when the multimedia side starts coming in again it's another thing that you have to sort of like develop over a long period of time very much like these podcasts I had the original idea to start doing podcasts about two years ago but you you need to sort of like work out exactly how you're going to use them and do them and how you're going to distribute them and I've worked those things out the great thing about uh, TwitVid and TweetReel is although you can do it from your mobile phone you could also record footage using the video camera and then upload that to the site as well so it's nice and flexible in that way originally I had a website with quick.com and it's not a bad website but it's just designed for phone footage really and also the other problem with it was was uh, it kept on locking up new videos that were uploaded so I would have to go to the website to uh, unclick them from being private videos so that everybody else could see them which I just like the idea if I'm out and about and I video something and I upload it it's there on the website and people can see it as soon as it's ready so you know there's a lot of work going on with the website and I don't think I'll ever really be particularly completely 100% be happy with it uh, it's work in progress the other area that's had a bit, a bit of a major update is the portfolio section but the portfolio section will be updated even more towards the end of the year with a better gallery uh, section I'm going to be using a different piece of software to develop the galleries which will enable them to uh, be seen on a computer screen at full screen size it's very similar to uh, the portfolio um, viewing capabilities of a lot of the major websites, major news websites now like New York Times and uh, I've noticed that The Guardian have gone over to a similar sort of system now. It just makes viewing images far better. You, you just see the quality of them and uh, I'll be able to add audio and all sorts of things. It'll just really, really improve the gallery viewing experience. Another area of the website that's also been updated has been the print shop area, which is a page that uses an e-commerce engine from photomoto.com. And what they do is they give you a bit of code that you embed into your website and whichever photographs you put on that website or blog, uh, it updates on Photomoto and you're able to uh, sell that image direct from your website. It's... Um, quite an interesting system it's come on in leaps and bounds over the last few uh, months from uh, when I signed up to it which was summer of last year it was in a beta stage and it was um, well it was a bit basic to say the least but now they've added a lot more services there's more to come there's going to be uh, canvas prints and there's going to be specialised prints available for people to buy and the great thing is is whenever you update your website or your blog uh, the sales engine adds that new photograph to the ones available to buy so all you have to do is just go to your Photomoto account and upload a high resolution version of that picture which is stored there and they just handle the rest and send you the money you can set your own prices there's all sorts of different uh, settings that you can try out there's even commercial licensing available 
as one of the options. So I would go over to photomoto.com, and that's spelt F-O-T-O-M-O-T-O.com, uh, and just see what you think. I think if you're running a blog or something that's updated on a regular basis and you want to sell your photography, it's probably the easiest option. But have a look, see what you think. Okay, we're now on to the web links section. And the first web link I'm going to mention for this month, um, well, it's a film, but it's made by a photographer, a photographer called Sean Smith. He's done some fantastic work in Afghanistan, and this film is probably one of uh, the best I've seen to come from that conflict. It's called Endgame in Afghanistan. The link is horrendously long, so what I will do is I will put it on the Darker Skies podcast area, which is darker-skies.com forward slash podcasts, and... I'm also going to add a section to the podcast area of the main website anyway, so uh, you'll be able to click on the links via it from there anyway very soon. But anyway, go to the Darker Skies link and you will find a link for it there. It's bloody, it's not pleasant to watch, but I think it does give a good indication of what the troops are up to. He goes out with a helicopter ambulance crew and sees the type of things that they come across and he also goes out with the marines on the patrol and that's particularly confusing, um, very hot, very dusty, very unpleasant work and it comes across in the film brilliantly. There is another link I'll also post on there which is another great film which is about the work that the Gurkhas uh, in the British Army are doing which both of these these films have been... uh, well, quite frankly, some of the best that I've seen. The final link that I'm going to mention just before the music is the BBC Photo Blog, which is run by Phil Coombs, who's a picture editor and photographer of the BBC News website. It's a fantastic website. Check it out. All of the links will be on the Darker Skies website. <laughs> If you want to subscribe to the podcast or you want some more information or you just want to listen to some of the earlier podcasts that I made, then there is a page dedicated to that and you can find that at richardflintphoto.com forward slash html forward slash podcasts. <laughs>